What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. And this is our pop culture segment here on Money FM 89.3. We're going to focus on Olivia Newton-John because, Neil, she turned 70 during the week. Isn't that amazing? And doesn't she look spectacular? She does. And we, of course, remember her from Greece, uh, 1978. It's the 40th anniversary of the Greece film with John Travolta. Yep. Also, uh, she had the physical album when she wore the leotard and sort of changed her good girl image. But, oh, yes. But the sad thing is that uh, she's suffering cancer for a third time and, and things aren't looking too bright for her. No, she's had a terrible, terrible, you know, last few years. I mean, you mentioned there about the cancer and it was her 70th birthday. So obviously we did some reading and I didn't realise it was the third time. I knew she'd had breast cancer in the 90s. It was mm. quite a high profile thing. But what I didn't know was tragically, she had a, in the second bout of cancer resulted from her having a car crash on the way to visit her dying sister who also had cancer. Correct. And then as a result of the car accident, she went to hospital, she had a lump on her shoulder, thought it was a result of the car accident, turned out it wasn't, it was cancerous, her second bout of cancer. And then, of course, you remember her partner, famously, 2005. He was um, disappeared. Uh, he, he was on a yachting trip, I believe, uh, and he just disappeared. Was never yeah, seen again. Yeah, yeah, that was incredible, wasn't it? And some people think he's still alive. Some people think he was escaping. Uh, the fact that uh, his name was Patrick McDermott. Yeah, they were together after Living Newton John got divorced. A very acrimonious divorce. She hasn't had much luck there. She's had a lot of bad luck in her life with love. You know, when you look yeah. at her image and that sweet blonde uh, smile and the blue eyes and all that, that, that sort of squeaky girl image, but she's had a lot of tough uh, experiences in her life. And it, and it comes up every interview. I mean, she'll have her various businesses and, and, and albums and whatever, and they'll say, what about your missing partner? Has he mm, turned up? Yeah. Because they've made documentaries about this guy. Yes. Seriously. He, apparently, he's living in Mexico. He's living in uh, Canada. Yeah. You know, it keeps popping up because there's no death certificate. He's still considered missing. Mm. They had a bit of an on-off relationship, but they were sort of together at the time. Yep. I must stress, she wasn't there. She wasn't on the boat. No, she no, was in I another country. Yes, yes. Um, but so she's had that, and she had the divorce and then the three bouts of cancer Mm. she's had a horrendous time for what when you think about it jason 40 years not a single scandal no not a whiff of bad publicity yep she's been a fantastic ambassador for both the united states and australia and even england because uh, she was born in cambridge england and then she i think she's five or six when she moved to melbourne and her father was actually uh from uh, Wales, but her, I think her mum was German. So she had that connection uh, with Germany as well. Well, she had a connection with my puberty because <laughs> because that physical video yeah. came out. At the, I mean, we can talk about Greece later, but that physical video came out at just the right <laughs> slash wrong time for me, Jason. Uh, it was the start of the MTV phenomenon. She really benefited from that. I think it's 1984, I'm going to uh, say. No, earlier. I think no, earlier, earlier, earlier. 82, yeah. I'm going to yeah, go around I, there. I think, I think it was even earlier than that. I think it's very early 80s. I'm going to check actually here. Yeah, well, it was, let's say it's very early 80s, but she really benefited on subsequent replays on the MTV phenomenon, which was the early 80s. And and the interesting story with that video... 1981. There you go. The interesting story with that video, it came about because one or two places in the deep south of America thought it was too sacrilegious and it was too sexual Mm. because of the lyrics, right? Let's get physical, blah, 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 let's get physical. So one or two American states banned it. So they made that video with the headbands Mm. and the lycra Mm. and the keep Mm. fit and the gym equipment. So so, no, 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 no. It's all about keeping fit. Don't be all (laughs) perverse and perverted. It's about keeping fit. Well, it, it... wasn't about that for me, Jason. <laughs> it, it was very much at a pivotal part of my tender youth. Well, I grew up with Olivia Newton-John and I 
actually a couple of years ago, I, she played here at Marina Bay Sands. I took my wife along mm. and she's, my wife's from Hong Kong, doesn't really know much about uh, Living right. Newton-John, but knows about Greece. And she knows the Greece song. So it was a really a charming, lovely concert. I've spoken it about before in this show with you. And that was about two years ago. And I remember, always remember, I kind of met Olivia. And I say met is kind of inverted commas. <laughs> I was at uh, Manly Beach, right. Manly Beach, which is an iconic Sydney beach. Yes. And this is about 20 years ago. And there was a cafe on the, the south southern end of Manly Beach at South yeah. Stain. And I was there. I, I think I might have been there with my mum, funnily enough, <laughs> taking my mum to brunch or something. And Olivia was also there. Yeah. And we kind of like. I sort of smiled and she smiled and I kind of waved as kind of like a fan. And to me, to see that smile, to yeah. see Olivia Newton-John smile at you. Beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. And, and she, she'd had cancer at that point. Yeah. So you could just see the, the love and, and the a charisma that was radiating from, from her at that time. But it must be great because I'm sure uh, the age... Is, is just about right. Well, you would have thought this is one attractive woman when you was younger as well, right? Oh, she course, would have been a real yeah. teenage crust for you, right? But, but remember, she had that kind of country music start. She was in the, yes. doing the country songs in the 70s, If Not For You, uh, I Honestly Love You, and these kind of country songs. And then she went uh, to Greece. And let, let's, that's, that's probably a good segue to talk yes. about the Greece phenomenon because I know so many Singaporeans, Neil, Huge. are crazy Huge. about Greece. And it's 40th anniversary right. of Greece. And she was about 28, 29 when she's playing a teenager. There, yeah, and she actually auditioned for the role, and she tried to put on an American accent. <laughs> Couldn't do it, and it was so bad that they had her as Sandy, the visiting Australian yeah. student, which was very rare in the seventies to have an Australian. At, at it's not I mean not impossible, but quite rare, of course. And John Travolta, of course. Well, I mean, they just got together recently for the anniversary in August. The pair of them, yes, Travolta and correct. Olivia Newton-John, and I felt that Newton Olivia looked better than John Travolta because, and look, she's older. I, I love John older. Travolta, but the wig. Come on now, John. Play the game. He had a shocking wig on. I mean, it was just shocking the rug. at this reunion. I could see where the strands of the cow had been put in individually. Right. And he said, you know, but they did the whole uh, thumbs in the hoops of the jeans and they did that step mm. dance thing. That was an ex- massive, I cannot stress enough, Jason, how big a movie it was for me growing up. I've told you on this show before, we had like eight VHS movies. That's all we that had. Was one of them. Pirated. And it was my sister's <laughs> favourite movie. And... I don't know what a psychiatrist would say to this, but when you sing to your sister, you're the one that I want mm. all day long, it's yeah. a bit weird. But my <laughs> sister insisted, you be John Javalta, you be Danny Zuko, and I'll be Olivia Newton-John again. So I used to sing to my 10-year-old daughter, uh, sister, you're the one that I want, you know, and that was weird. Well, you talk about your daughter. Even the, our daughters can enjoy this kind of music. And yes. I played, played it to my daughter. I'm sure you've shared it with yours. It's great music. Yes, but we have a huge argument in my house over this film, a huge argument, because my slightly weird, demented wife <laughs> believes that Grease 2 is the Citizen Kane of movies. Grease 2. Yes, which everybody knows is complete rubbish, right? right? Yeah. And she thinks Grease is a bad film, mm. and I'll explain why. Because she doesn't, she loathes the ending of Grease. She says, because my wife is quite an easygoing, laid-back person, you know, she's not into the superficial stuff, and she doesn't like the way that Sandy is a nice girl all the way through the film, mm intellectual studies, mm. works hard. But then she becomes what in Singapore we might call an alien. <laughs> and right? she, she puts on the, on the uh, yeah. leather, black leather she pants. She starts smoking. Starts smoking. She puts on the high heels. Lots of makeup. And, uh, oh, now she's what <laughs> every young girl should be. It is a strange <laughs> message, don't you think? When all through the movie, 
John Travolta's character is better because he's putting on the act with the T-Birds, yes, with the black yeah, leather yeah. coat. But when he's with her, he's his natural self. Yes, exactly. And then at the end, she has to become an alien yeah. for the Arbing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. In fact, uh, I got some friends that uh, did an interview with Olivia over the last week or two, including Ryan Phelan, who's uh, used to be a sports host with me at uh, ESPN in the US. And he got a picture. I was so jealous. He got to, got to oh, meet. Oh, wow. A properly meet. Not like my meeting 20 years ago, but properly meet Olivia. Said she was absolutely lovely and so natural and all that. That was on the Seven Network back in Australia. But I really wonder just how long, you know, her situation with her health can can last because she's such a a national treasure for Australia. You cannot underestimate how much she's there in the, you know, pop culture status. Oh, look, I was there uh, for five years and she was always popping up on television. They often show that clip that we mentioned earlier, her performing at the 2000 Olympics with John Farnham, who Mm. we heard just Mm. a little while ago. She is a national treasure. And again, it's partly because of the music, partly, and let's give her some credit here. It's also because of her voice. You talk about the movie Grease, that song, Hopelessly Devoted to You. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, I thought it was a bit soppy. But as I get older, the quality of her singing in Mm. that song is on a par with any of the so-called divas you you hear today. You know, Adele would struggle to hit some of those notes in that song. It's it's that well-performed. So she she is an extraordinary singing talent. She was in one of the most important, in terms of cultural significance, films of the last 40 years in Greece and she's a national treasure but more than all of that she's just a nice person yes she is and and you talk about uh, meeting her well I met John Travolta wow here in Singapore of all places he is a Qantas ambassador that's right in fact he flew the plane when Australia was playing that uh, World Cup playoff against Uruguay for the 2006 World Cup he flew the plane back from Montevideo to Sydney with the whole Socceroos squad. I didn't squad. know that. Yes. That is extraordinary. And when Australia won, they beat Uruguay famously to play in the first World Cup in 32 years. John Travolta came in the Socceroos dressing room and they all sang, you're the one you're that the I one, won. The one. <laughs> but I would have been, if I was John Travolta, I'd be terrified <laughs> flying that plane. I know he's qualified and all the rest yeah, of the it. Whole, uh, the whole, Harry Kuehl, Mark Viduka. It's got to be one of the only examples where in Australia... If the plane crashed, he wouldn't be the main story. <laughs> he'd be like, he'd be a sidebar, and it'd be all about the Port Dead yeah, Socceroos. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, well, luckily, he got there, and we got through. To yes, the World they Cup. got through. So, to tell the me World about Cup. your meeting with him. Yes, it was fascinating. He landed in Singapore a few years ago as a Qantas ambassador, and his plane, like we park a car or a mm. bicycle, his plane was parked outside the, the hangar of right. where this press conference was. And I asked him a couple of questions, and I got told off because I was only supposed to ask one. I can't remember the first question, but it's interesting segue mm. because the second question was, I said, John, if you could, because he's got an, a stereo system on his plane, mm. right? If you could watch any movie of yours mm. on your plane with your family, your kids, because he's married to the actress Kelly Preston, yep. what would you watch? And he said... This is going to sound so egotistical, but just a couple of days ago, we watched Grease. Everyone everyone thought that was hilarious. Brilliant. And then they gave you, not him personally, Mm. but they gave you a tour of his plane. Oh, my word, Jason. It's the size of a regular plane. Mm. It's a 747. Wow. But it's it's a plane that just caters to one family. Mm -hmm. So it's like an HDB flat on a plane because it's got like four bedrooms, a jacuzzi, Mm. a cinema room, a kitchen, a lounge. On a plane, instead of it being like a, a circle or a square, mm. it's just horizontal. It's just, it's like, just, it's just narrow, like a rectangle. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wow. I was so jealous. So I was watching him thinking, you're a great man. You drive your own plane, but you've got to get a better wig <laughs> than that. <laughs> That's all I could think of. Well, we, we actually read during the week about uh, Olivia Newton-John was asked, why didn't you ever have a romance with uh, John Travolta? Mm. They never had a romance. No. And they said, well, we were different people at the time. And 
in a way, it was good that we never had a romance because we're still great friends. That's true. Do you so, know they made another film? There's a pop culture question called yes, Two of a Kind. That's right. I and remember that. Yes. I've never seen that's it. That's an 80s film, I think. That's right. Early 80s. Apparently, it's terrible, right. but she got a top 40 <laughs> album out of it. Oh. Uh, but around that time, she also made one of the worst movies that is so bad, it's brilliant. It's a film that I think is a sci-fi movie that involves skating, and it's called... Xanadu? Xanadu. <laughs> I and it's got it, one I, of the greatest songs. Gene Kelly's in I that film. I love that song. Gene Kelly's this. in that yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the film. In fact, I've actually looked on YouTube with my daughter and watched uh, the song Xanadu in no, recent No, I'm not years. having that. The film's rubbish. <laughs> but it's so rubbish, it's brilliant. I remember going to see that in the cinema. I was such a Living and John fan about 1982 whenever it came out. So that's... Uh, our pop culture segment. Happy birthday for Olivia Newton-John, who's turned 70. Let's hope that she can beat cancer for a third time. Absolutely.